lube this dishwasher. Hello, I'm Hester and this is Porridge for Brains. For this episode of the podcast, I am trying something slightly different and a bit of a different format. So there's a little bit of a story to this. I have obviously started this podcast, which is super exciting. About a month ago, I went away on holiday for a week and had a really lovely, relaxing time. And when I came back from my holiday, you know, all refreshed and renewed, I just went hell for leather and put my foot on the gas. Um, Really, really trying to do everything in all hours of every day, which um, maybe some of you will relate to. Um, It is a pattern that I often repeat um, and often what comes on the, well, pretty much always what, what comes on the other side of the foot on the gas, doing everything all of the time, is burnout. And this is what I have been, kind of the state that I have felt uh, like I've been floating in for the last couple of weeks. Um, I think I'm coming out of the other side, but I've read a really, really amazing book. And if you are interested in understanding more about um, autism, the autistic experience, I would highly recommend it. It's called Unmasking Autism by Dr. Devon Price. I'll put a link in the show notes. But I read this and it's just opened my eyes so so widely and helped me understand myself and see even more than I ever thought I would about myself and yeah basically in the context of the last uh, month or so um, I have gained some new insight on um, these cycles of uh, energy and burnout and that is what I want to talk to you about. Um, There are some parts of it that are quite emotional and To be honest, I have been in two minds um, about sharing all of this. It doesn't feel, I mean, it doesn't feel that comfortable necessarily to kind of bear the more vulnerable parts of myself over an audio recording, but I am going to push through it um, and um, see whether doing it actually, um, you know, is is interesting for other people, maybe helps other people understand their own experience, um, and whether once I've done it, it maybe doesn't feel so scary. Just um, recording a little thought that I have had, something that's occurred to me. Um, it's a Thursday morning, what time is it? 20 to 10. And I haven't logged on for work today. I've had a busy week. Um, my podcast actually just went live this morning, which is amazing. Um, kind of exciting. Very, very scary. Um, because I have I've always held myself back from... Other than my porridge pop-up restaurant... I've always held myself back from doing what I really wanted to do, which is tell stories, talk to people, and, um, like, put myself forward authentically. (laughs) Um, 
feel like all of this sounds so cliche when it's coming out of my mouth, but I don't, I don't know. I'm going to put all of that, those thoughts aside. This podcast is really frightening because it's so much easier to be in the pain, the agony of, I want to create something. I want to have a voice, but I don't know how and I don't know what. It's so much easier to be in limbo and to just be stuck in indecision. Well, it actually, maybe not. It feels easier because the um, potential for rejection, realising that actually you have nothing interesting to say and all of the potential that you feel within yourself is an imagining, exists to you and it doesn't ring true for anyone else. Like that, all of that threat is really scary. But I don't know, I've just gone for it and you literally only live once. Um, (laughs) I'm always about 10 years late with the uh, like viral phrases and all of that stuff. I remember when the kooks came out with Naive, like three years later, I was like, this song's amazing. And everyone was like, Hester, been and gone, been and gone. Still maintain, it's great, great song, great album. It's frightening, but if you don't try, then you'll never know. And I'd rather cringe in embarrassment at the thing that I tried that didn't work out than stand paralysed for the rest of my life, having never taken a foot over the breach. Lots of metaphors there. Enjoy. Enjoy trying to find one of them that's actually real. Um, Okay, so there's that thing. Then thing two, the thing that I really have been thinking about recently. So I'm actually taking a little bit of break from work today because I have burnt myself out so hard. I got back from holiday four weeks ago and since I got back, I've really put my foot on the gas because I know that there are some things, I know that there are some things that I'm not great at. Task initiation is one of them. I find it hard to um, get things going, to set things in motion. Part of that is because I find it really difficult to do things if I don't understand explicitly what I need to do. And a lot of my job, you know, a lot of jobs, well, jobs are built in a neurotypical world, most of them, most corporate jobs are. Most of them require plumping for a decision and just forging on ahead and operating through ambiguity and non-explicit agreement. And yeah, I find it really hard, really, really hard. When I got back from a holiday, I decided to implement all of the stuff that I think I'm not doing that well. And I've been doing a pretty good job of it, but I have realised for the first time, I think understanding a lot more about myself, seeing how uh, my autistic brain and my ADHD parts of my brain, starting to embrace those and understand a lot more where they, you know, where they operate. I have like observed, I've kind of sat beside myself as I've been at work and watched and really been able to see how I burn myself out. The reason that I started thinking about um, ADHD and pursued a diagnosis, pursued an assessment, was because my, basically my whole life, I've always, as my parents put it, burnt the candle at both ends. So I've always had these like, just like hyper real, intense, generally oppressive cycles of extreme energy where I can't stop myself and it feels like 
mania. Like it feels like I've got too, so many amazing ideas going on inside my head, floating around and like I have to. It's like the ideas are pulling me. I'm not driving them. It's like all of these thoughts are whizzing around and whirring and cycling through and pulling me along on this like tidal wave and it's kind of like um the red shoes I don't know if anyone knows the is it a, is it a ballet film it may be not be a ballet but I know um I watched the film when I was younger and it's a film the one I know about a woman who um puts on these enchanted so she's a ballerina she puts on these enchanted ballet shoes that are red and she puts them on and she can't stop dancing she cannot stop dancing and in the end sorry to get a bit kind of heavy but in the end she yeah she dances herself onto a train track and gets hit by a train <laughs> bring it down a tone or seven hester there but like genuinely that's been that's always been a really useful um and resonant comparison for me i, I go through these periods where i feel like i'm I've got these shoes on or, or there's something that's gripped me and I can't slow myself down. Like, I just can't stop. And almost when I'm in those phases, there's a lot of excitement, yeah, but um, I've come to fear them as well. I've come to understand that, like, waiting for me on the other side of that phase is an extreme, extreme lethargy, extreme emotion, like tiredness depression it's burnout so I would start things and get really excited and set things in motion and build new habits you know I'd run every day I'd do all of this stuff and then I'd think oh this is me now this is me great I'll keep up with this I must keep up with this my autistic brain loves rules so in my high energy phases I'd create rules and then tell myself I needed to stick by them because they were what I want to do. I want to run every day and do yoga. I want to exercise twice every single day. I want to eat all the right things. I want to have seven side hustles and do stuff for them. Morning, lunchtime and evening. And it just... Ugh. There's always a fallout. And that fallout, in that phase, I beat myself up so hard. I punish myself because um, I hold myself to the standard of the energy energetic phase that is a feature of my brain it's also um like my hormones come into it so my menstrual cycle so the different phases of my menstrual cycle um give me greater energy they you know they exacerbate the lethargy all of that stuff introversion plays into it, extroversion but what i've realized over the last month is that this cycle of burnout is not purely a feature of my brain, a function of how I'm wired, of being autistic, ADHD. It's not a huge part of it is the fact that I put so much pressure on myself and I push myself so hard to be someone that I'm not. So in work, I, to do my job well, requires task initiation, requires taking ambiguity, leading with it, driving it forward. It requires, requires not having a plan and being able to deliver things. It requires task, rapid task switching um, all day, every day. Um, it requires being able to um, charm and talk to new people. It requires being able to have, what, like eight, nine calls a day. And 
I mean, I can charm new people for sure because I've literally spent 30 years masking. I spent 30 years um, performing a character, like being in social situations and analysing people's interactions in order to mimic those and mirror those in order to stay safe. That's been my life. Um, In work, I can finally see that it's me burning myself out. And it's not just because I am a person who will always be burnt out. A lot of the burnout comes from inauthenticity. It comes from me pushing myself to present in ways and to achieve and constantly deliver on objectives or constantly undertake tasks that my brain is not wired for. My brain, autistic brain, defo, it's about processing from the bottom up. So if you think about, think about plant, flower on top, soil on the surface, and then roots that go really, really deep down. For me, my, the way my brain works, the way my brain thrives and where my, where all of the good stuff that you get from me and all of the good stuff that I feel comes from is right at the bottom. So I, with any like task, any information, anything that I do, the way that I work my way through it is by diving right down to the bottom, right down to the root and slowly climbing my way all the way up that, right up into the surface, right up to the top. And then when you get to the surface, you kind of spread out sideways and understand everything that's on that surface. And you find that kind of the beautiful flower or whatever on, the, on top of the earth. Society or, yeah, society expects us to understand things by way of, and, and largely, definitely like in the corporate world, largely jobs are set up to accommodate surface and below surface thinking. So uh, like you start at the top, you start at the top of the soil and you work out sideways, you skim the surface. Maybe you dig a little deeper when, when you can, you dig a little deeper to uh, you know, prove some theories and ascertain some more facts. You dig a little deeper and you spread sideways again and you come back to the top. For me, skating just on that surface is exhausting. It's too fast. I'm required to make decisions and um, think about things without taking all the time in the world to actually understand what I'm looking at, what I'm thinking about, what the question is, what the problem is. Interrogating every single option so that I know that the decision I'm making and the view that I'm taking is as grounded and as fair and as thorough and as robust as possible. And I have... Like my whole working life has been spent in jobs that require skimming that surface. And it's not just jobs, like our society is set up for skimming the surface. Not all of it and things are changing. And as we become more aware of neurodivergence, that is changing. It's really, it's making me really emotional, but it's also so liberating to actually be able to see, watch myself burn out, (laughs) not great, but see that it's not because burnout is just a fundamental fact of who I am as a person 
burnout is something that I'm doing to myself and it's because I'm forcing myself into forcing myself to bend into shapes that are not not mine to I'm forcing myself to take a form that I don't belong in um and as I say it's it's there's grief because I can now really see that it's yes it's a product of the society we live in but it's me burning myself out it's me pushing myself to be something I'm not and hurting myself damaging myself on this cycle that's me doing it to myself it's me punishing myself and you know what no more like understanding it observing it I feel this like power to say no (laughs) say no I know that there's so much richness in my brain. I know that I can feel safe. I can feel happy. I know that I can feel peace. But I also know that there's a way to do it. That's what I know now. And that's really exciting. share any feedback that you have if you fancy coming on the show and sharing your experiences talking to me would love to speak to you if you're doing anything that you're really passionate about um anything with food anything with movement anything with neurodivergence anything with coffee it would be a pleasure to chat to you and if um anyone has any questions i would love to do some q a's as well my instagram handle is in the show notes as well so if you want to just drop me a message at any point i would love to do some q a's anything around neurodivergence or any of the other stuff that i talk about just let me know hope you have an amazing day and i will be speaking to you again soon